Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. I'm not sure um, actually how we start off praise and worship. But I want to start off, and y'all know me, I'm kind of loud. I want to start off with Isaiah 60, rise and shine, rise and shine. If you feel the presence of the Lord, rise and shine, for the glory of the Lord is here, for the glory of the Lord is here, rise and shine, rise and shine, to all of God's children. Jesus Christ, Lord God, we are here. I ask you, Lord God, to anoint the musicians, anoint the sound people, anoint, Lord God, the ushers. Lord God, anoint us, anoint the man of God that's going to come out here and give us your word, Lord God, from on high. Father, we are here. Lots of people have laid their heavy burdens down at the door. Others is in the pews, Lord God. They have thrown them down and stepped all on them. Father God, we are here. We are your vessels, Lord God. Use us, Lord God, for your glory, Lord. We thank you. We bless your holy and righteous name. Have your way in here. Throw your weight around here. Lord, that somebody will be saved. Somebody will be delivered. Somebody's life will be changed, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we ask you to send your peace, Lord God. Send, Lord God, restoration, Lord God. Lord God, we are here. Have your glory fall in this place. Fall in this place, Lord God. Renew us, set us free in Jesus' name. Have your will, Lord God. We are here, Lord God. We are here. We are here. Fill us afresh. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, forgive us of our sins. We are here, Lord God. We are here. We hear, we hear, Lord God. Our ears are open, Lord God. And our mouth, Lord God, is ready to speak your word. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're going to begin with baptism. So let's everyone go ahead and sit in the presence of the Lord. Pray for the individual that's being baptized. Take me to the water. Take me to the water. 
Take me to the water. Greetings, saints of the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessings be upon all who are present and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6, 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of our Father, even so, we should also walk in the newness of life. I am Kelly Harris, and this is our candidate for baptism, Miss Denise Williams. Take me to the water. Oh, yeah. Be Take me to the water. Take me to the water. Based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you, now my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And let the church say amen. Amen. Take me to the water. Take me to the water. To be baptized. Only the righteous. Only the righteous. Ooh, only the righteous. Oh, yeah. Will see. Well, let everything that's breathing praise the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's thank God for just another opportunity to be together today. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, thank you. Um, we bless God for another opportunity to be together. We praise God because he has kept us safely through another week. There is not one single thing that we needed this week that we had to go without. He has been faithful to us. He has provided for us. He has protected us. We serve a great God who is greatly to be praised. And we're grateful just to be here. Welcome to those who are here in the building, those who are uh, worshiping with us here in the physical structure. Welcome. We're glad you're here. If you are uh, a member of Mount Calvary or not, we're just glad that you've chosen to come and worship with us. We're also welcoming those who are joining us online in our e-congregation, uh, those who are not yet comfortable coming back into the sanctuary. God bless you and welcome. Thank you for being with us virtually. We are grateful for the technology that allows us to be together virtually. And I say it every week because I mean it every week. We are grateful for the people behind the technology, the people that you'll never see, but that make it possible for us to be together virtually. 
We're going to enter in today with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise because we are thankful unto him and we do bless his name. I'd like to introduce you to the praise team if you don't mind. Uh, everybody take a look down at yourself. <laughs> You're it. You're it. Somebody who shall remain nameless came back into my office before service. They, uh, they were singing, and boy, were they singing. <laughs> she said, you're going to let me in the choir? You know what? Today, you're in there. You are in there. Come on, let's stand if you're able, and let's declare together that the Lord is able. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could ask or think, according to the power that worketh in you. Come on, sing with me. Say, God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you He's able Sing with me, he's able That's it Come on, say it again God is able to do God is able to do Just what he said He's gonna fulfill every promise to don't give up on God. Yeah, cause he won't give up on you. He's able. Oh, he's able. Can we declare that one more time? Take it up. Oh, God, God is able to do just what he said. He's going to fulfill every promise to don't give up on God because he won't give up on He's able. Say it again, He's able. If you know it, say it one more time, He's able. Yes, He is. Say it like this. Oh, 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 
able he's 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 able there's nothing too hard for my God he's able he's able he can heal the sick he can raise the dead he's able he's able won't he do it he won't he do it won't he do it won't he do it he's able he's able he's able he's able if you can have it god can heal it if you're in it he can get you out of it he's able he's able he's able he's able one more time he's able he's able he's able don't give up on god Don't give up on God. That's it. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. He's able. If you know he's able, give him some kind of praise. Hallelujah. What a wonderful Savior he is. Hallelujah. Y'all be seated for just a moment. Let me make a few observations. Just tell you about a couple things going on and we'll continue in worship. We are so glad to have with us uh, worshiping this morning the Black Student Union from the Wright State University. Wave your hands, uh, BSU. God bless you. Thank you all for being here. Uh, who's in charge? Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, would you, let's see, Brother Sandifer, after, after we're done, um, so I used to be in college about 223 years ago. Um, and sometimes just, it's just nice for somebody to give you something to eat. Um, somebody put some money in my pocket this morning. I'm going to give it to you, uh, dear lady. And, uh, and you can make sure that everybody gets something to eat after y'all get done. Okay, good. And if anybody wants to add something to it, uh, just give it to Brother Sandifer. He'll make sure that they get it. Uh, food is how we show love. That's how we show love. All right. Good. Thank you for being here. Don't forget that next Sunday, um, Central State University is going to be our guest uh, they are officially installing and inaugurating their, uh, their president. I believe he is the ninth president of that uh, historically black college, um, Dr. Jack Thomas. He is going to be our preacher. 
and, uh, and several of his administration will be here and we have guests uh, musically from Central State and, uh, and we are going to celebrate with Central State. We're honored uh, that they wanted to include us in that celebration. Um, and I know that we have plenty of Central State University grads and students and so let's, uh, let's come on out and support next Sunday morning at 10.30. I also want to uh, just remind you of our church conference this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Uh, it is, uh, for those who are unfamiliar with what church conference is, it is uh, what is known in some churches as a church meeting or business meeting. Um, but, uh, well, for, for as long as I've been alive, it's been called church conference. Um, you will be blessed uh, it is an atmosphere of expectancy. We won't be here long this afternoon. Uh, we'll just go over some numbers and, uh, and a little bit about where we've been uh, during this pandemic and where we plan on going. Uh, I'll share with you a little bit about vision and any questions that you have for me, uh, you can ask them. You can feel free to ask any questions that you have of me. And if I can, I will answer, and if I don't know, I won't pretend to, all right? It's this afternoon at 3 o'clock uh, here at the church. Good. I think that that is all I have for you. Uh, we had an assignment last week, right? We've done the, uh, the first two verses of Lift Every Voice. We're ready to add the third one, right? Um, I think we'll have some words on the screen today. By next week, we won't even need words. How about that? All right. Uh, let's, let's stand, if we're able, and sing together. Those who are at home, I know you're in your, at your kitchen table. I understand that you're at your desk. Um, I know you're at home by yourself. But would you stand, if you're able, uh, as we honor the singing of this National Negro Anthem? Let's sing together. Come on, let's sing. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. That's it. Sing a song. Full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song. Full of the hope that the March on till victory is that's it, Stony the Road. Oh, 
Just before we get on to verse 3, I just want you to understand how in need of verse 3 we are, right? This is the prayer, right? God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far on the way, right? Yeah. Keep us forever in the path we pray. Y'all ready? Come on, let's sing it. church say amen amen while you're standing let's go right to psalm 37 psalm 37 that's where we're going to be studying today starting at verse 1 we'll read verses 1 through 7 and we'll read today from the, thank you, from the New King James Version of the Holy Bible. It's here on the screen if you need it. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Verses 1 through 7 of Psalm 37. You may be seated. 
Let me see. Minister Stephanie, while I'm thinking about it, let's welcome the one who was baptized today, Ms. Williams. Tanise, did I say it right? <laughs> the certificate of baptism certifies that Tanise Williams was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 20th day of February 2022 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, Dayton, Ohio. God bless you, Miss Tanise. Best decision you'll ever make. Let's see, all that in there is for you. God bless you. Where's your family, ma'am? <laughs> Congrats, y'all. Congrats. God bless you. We also have uh, those who have completed church membership orientation. Leon Pinson, are you here? And please forgive me if I mispronounce it. Armidi, did I say it right? Armidi Bayless. There you are. This certificate is presented to Armidi Bayless in recognition of her successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship this 20th day of February 2022. God bless you. Good. Yes. <laughs> Welcome officially. Where's your family, Ms. Bayless? Okay. Well, then you got all of us. Yes, ma'am. Leon Penson is Marion Milliner's grandson. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. He'd do everything online? Okay. So we got to figure that out, how that works with e-congregation. Awesome. Awesome. Let's grow with it. All right. Psalm 37. Last week, we started taking a look at Psalm 37, and just by way of reminder, this Psalm of David was written when David is now an old man, according to verse 25. He said, I have been young, and now I'm old. And this Psalm, which does not contain any prayer or praise, is just instruction. It is tailored to teach us some valuable life lessons. This instructive psalm was written to remind us that there are some rewards for the righteous. In fact, throughout this psalm, David offers a contrast between two distinct categories of people, the wicked and the righteous. Those who seek and serve the Lord and those who seek only to serve themselves. Those who trust in the Lord and do good versus those who are their own master and do whatever they please. 
And we started out with the first two verses last week where we preached from the subject, don't worry about them. David says, don't fret. Don't worry yourself. Don't get upset about those who do evil and don't be envious of the wicked who seem like they're prospering, who look like they're getting ahead by doing wrong. Don't worry about it. God's got you and God's going to deal with them. David said, they're going to be cut down like grass and wither like green herbs. Here today, gone tomorrow. Green today, brown tomorrow. Lush today, dried up tomorrow. But today we want to continue on in the psalm because in the following verses, David offers some alternatives to fretting. He told us last week in verses 1 and 2 what not to do. But this week, starting in verse 3, the psalmist tells us what to do. He illuminates four instructions, and with each one of these, he attaches great and precious promises, which if we will follow his instructions those promises are assured. If you'll allow me for a little while, I want to preach from the subject, conditions for contentment. Would you say it with me? Conditions for contentment. You do recognize that some of the great and precious promises that are held in the word of God are what we call conditional promises that is the promise is made and guaranteed fulfillment of the promise will happen if certain conditions are met and if you look at the promises made here in this passage of scripture promises to dwell in the land and be fed the promise of having your heart's desire the promise of the Lord bringing things to pass these are conditional promises if you look at the context in which they're given. There, as, there is an instruction first and that instruction is followed by the promise. I would offer that there are conditions given and that when these conditions are met what follows is contentment. Contentment, the state of being contentedly satisfied. I would offer that what these promises add up to is contentment. David seems to suggest that, that the only true contentment is found in the Lord. Let me show you what I mean. Each of these conditions hinge around, each of these conditions center around, uh, they are anchored in the Lord, Jehovah, the self-existent one. Verse 3 says, trust in the Lord. Right? Verse 4 says, delight thyself also in the Lord. Verse 5 says, commit your way unto the Lord. Verse 7 says, rest 
in the Lord. Here's the truth. There is no contentment. There is no peace. There is no satisfaction. There is no real joy outside of the Lord Jehovah. He is the foundation of our contentment. He is the source of our contentment. And David says here, if you want the promises that the Lord is offering, if you want to be truly content, if you want to dwell in the land and be fed, if you want the Lord to give you the desires of your heart, if you want to see him bring it to pass, then there are some conditions that must be met. Let me give you what David says those conditions are and we'll get on out of here. The first condition that the psalmist offers for our contentment concerns, number one, our security. Our security, that's our first stopping point. It's in verse 3 of the text. Here's what it says. Trust in the Lord. The word used in the original text literally means have confidence in the Lord. Be bold in the Lord. Be secure in the Lord. Now, this may seem trite and superficial, but when we consider that most of us as human beings, most of us at some point or another have some trust issues with the Lord. Uh, we, we, we may never admit it because we are saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled in that with a mighty burning fire. But I dare say, it doesn't matter how big your Bible is, how many tongues you speak in, how pretty your dance is, how long you've been a member, how many ministries you're a part of. Most of us have some trust issues with the Lord. I believe that I'm right just based on observation because of the way that we treat him at times we treat the Lord as a last resort rather than as a first response so many times in our lives we are trying to figure out what God has already worked out we got some trust issues so many times in our lives, instead of simply subscribing to God's plan for our lives, we are trying to prescribe to him how he needs to carry out his plans for us. Oh, we trust that he's going to do something great if only he would listen to us so we could tell him how to do it. God, I know you're going to save my children. Now here's how. Lord, I know you're going to make a way. Now, here's my plan. I've given you a few options for you to do it. And saints, it's not that he's not trustworthy. Over and over and over and over again he has proven just how trustworthy he is time after time after time after time he has stepped in on time in his time to do what only he could do every time I mean he has proven that he can be trusted even when you were disappointed at the way he did it you have found out that all things work together 
for good to them who love him and are the call according I, I know he can can I prove to you that he can be trusted he woke you up this morning he started you on your way he put food on your table he put clothes on your back you had a place to lay your head you had a roof over he can be trusted didn't he heal you before didn't he open that door and you knew it had to be him who did it didn't he bring you out didn't he turn your morning into dancing didn't he restore your joy I mean you thought you wouldn't survive it you were not sure that it wouldn't take you out of here but here you are stronger and wiser and better you can trust him that's why Louisa Steed wrote it like this tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise just to know thus saith the Lord Jesus Jesus how I trust you how I've proved you over and over Jesus precious Jesus oh for grace to trust you more trust in the Lord that's the first condition to contentment it deals with our security saints we must learn to trust who he is even when we don't understand what he does I think I'd like to say it again we must learn to trust who he is even when we don't understand what he does and here's what the psalmist says trust in the Lord and do good in other words the proof that we trust him is our behavior not our words the evidence that we trust him is not what we say but how we live the indication of our trust is our conduct the affirmation the confirmation the demonstration the manifestation of our trust is in how we behave if you trust him do good do what's right if you trust him you don't have to cheat to get ahead you can walk upright and know that he rewards openly if you trust him you don't have to join the evildoers you don't have to pattern yourselves after the wicked ones you don't have to do what they do you just keep on doing what's right and whatever is right the Lord will pay trust in the Lord and do good David first addresses our security, but let me move. Then secondly, he, he addresses, he, the second condition that he addresses here deals with our satisfaction. That's number two, our satisfaction. We're still in the text. Here's what it says. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Trust him and delight yourself also in him. That deals with being satisfied in him that word delight literally means to be happy about it to take exquisite delight in to make merry over in other words instead of fretting about what others have instead of being envious about where other people are 
be happy about what or shall I say who you have take exquisite delight in who you have make merry about the fact that the very God of gods the king of the universe the blessed and only potentate the maker of heaven and earth the ruler of all things lives inside of you my daddy used to say it like this out of all the places that he could be he comes to live in me let that satisfy you let that bring you joy if I don't have anything else I have Jesus and since I have Jesus I have everything I need since I have Jesus I have joy that's unspeakable since I have Jesus I have peace with God since I have Jesus, I have an inheritance that's laid up for me and moths can't eat it and dust can't corrupt it and thieves can't steal it. Since I have Jesus, I have peace that goes beyond even what I can understand. Since I have Jesus, I have victory in every situation. Since I have Jesus, I have favor with God and with man. Since I have Jesus, I am saved by his blood. I'm raised by his power. Learn how to delight in him. Is there anybody in this room right now who is satisfied just with Jesus? Anybody watching online who's just grateful to be saved? <laughs> and the psalmist says, if you do that, if you're just happy about Jehovah, if you take exquisite delight in him, if he brings you joy, then he will give you your heart's desire. Now that's dangerous. <laughs> the famous theologian Matthew Henry, he said it like this, if we make God our heart's delight, then we shall have our heart's desire. Now, I do need to explain that a little bit because it does not mean, it doesn't say or mean you go to church and you can get it everything you want. <laughs> okay? It neither says nor means if you pray a lot and read your Bible, you can have everything you want. What it says is, if you delight in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. Let's, let's deal with that. Because we can't make it say what was never intended. In order for the promise to be effective, the condition must be met. And when the condition is met, the promise will be fulfilled. If our delight is in the Lord, then we will want what he wants for us and we will have it. I'll say it again. If our delight is in the Lord, we will want what he wants for us and we will have it. You see, when I truly delight in him, his wants outweigh my wants. So it's not that I don't have wants that don't line up with his. Can I be for real? 
It is not that I don't have wants that don't line up with his because I've got some. But what's more important to me is what he wants for me rather than what I want for me. Because the difference is all I can see is the right here and the right now. But he's got a view into all eternity. And sometimes what I want. Is not what he wants. When I truly delight myself in him. What I really want, most of all, is him. What I really want, most of all, is to please him more than I want to please myself. I want to please him more than I want what I think is good for me. I want what he knows is good for me. I know I'm in the scripture because Jesus on his way to the cross stopped by the garden of Gethsemane and said Lord this cup if I had the choice I don't want to drink it Jesus said on the way to Calvary, he said, Lord, if it's possible, let this one pass. But what he says next is that statement of faith is his, what he says next is his delight in the Lord. He says, nevertheless, not my will. Here's what I want. But more than what I want, I want you. Let me see if I can help you understand and then we'll move on, I promise. Uh, my wife and I, when we started dating, um, I, I, I didn't really share. That, that's just not my thing. I don't, that, that doesn't come natural. Sharing does not come naturally to me. I'm the youngest kid. And I didn't have to share. <laughs> and when we first started going out, she said, I remember the first time, can I have some of that? Tell you what, I will buy you some. <laughs> to me it made sense if you want it I'll just buy you your own and we'll both be happy <laughs> but that's not all she wanted she didn't just want that she wanted my that <laughs> I 
And I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to learn that it was okay to share, that there were some benefits in sharing. And now, 17 years into it, I don't mind sharing because I came to this conclusion. As much as I love whatever's on my plate, I love who's across from me more. <laughs> I love this steak, but I love me some Chanel. You understand what I'm saying? We have to get to the point where God, this is what I want. God, I like what's on my plate, but you know what? I like you more. <laughs> I love you. Right? Let me sum it up like this. When he becomes my heart's delight, he will also come, become my heart's desire. David deals first with our security. Let me, let me get on here. He, trust in the Lord. Then he illuminates our satisfaction. Delight yourself in the Lord. But then he also offers a word about our submission. Submission. It's the third condition presented here. We're in the text. Look at verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord and trust him. That deals with our submission. The word commit in the original language literally means to roll. Like to roll something off of you onto someone else. Roll your way onto the Lord. Uh, your way, that is your journey, your direction, your manners, your habits, your course of life. Commit it to the Lord. That's why Peter wrote, casting your cares upon him because he cares for you. If we want contentment, we're going to have to learn how to roll the cares of our lives, how to roll the weight of our lives, how to roll it over to the Lord. We've got to learn how to say, Lord, you got this because this is too hard for me. This is too heavy. This is too much. I'm tired of worrying about my own life. I'm tired of worrying about my future. I'm tired of worrying about my children. I'm tired of worrying about my marriage. Lord, you got this. I can't handle this by myself and I realize it. Now, I understand that that flies in the face of both rugged American individualism, that lie from the pit of hell, and it also flies in the, in the face of what we have come to know as charismatic Christianity, where we think that we are supposed to be able to handle everything, anything the devil throws. I got this. Come on, Satan, bring it. Sometimes. You have to say, you know what? I don't got this. Let me step aside. Lord, if you don't handle this, it won't be handled because I'm done. So I accept your invitation. I accept your invitation to roll this to you. You got it. Saints, I want to tell you God is big enough. He's strong enough. He's wise enough. He's powerful enough. He knows enough. He's rich enough to handle our entire existence cradle to grave. I am learning. I am coming to the place where I'm okay with not knowing what the future holds because I know who holds the future. There are some who have a question about my 
statement of just live. And I have begun to tell people it is not a cop-out. It is a statement of faith. Because I don't have to know everything about everything. But I trust the Lord to work out what only he can work out and isn't my business in the first place. I'm going to stand and set myself and watch the Lord fight this battle. Because it's not mine, it's his. What are you worried about? I quoted Matthew 6 last week, but let me hit rewind. Here's what it says. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life. What you're going to eat or drink and your body, what you're going to wear, isn't life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't store away, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers grow in the field? They don't labor, they don't spin, but I tell you, not even Solomon was arrayed as fine as they are if that's how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire will he not much more clothe you you of little faith so don't worry what you're going to eat what you're going to drink what you're going to wear the pagans run after these things here's what you do seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added Why would you worry about tomorrow when tomorrow will worry about itself? That's the word. You want to be content, learn how to submit your way to the Lord. Whatever it is, roll it over to Jesus. Whatever it is that has you feeling powerless and vulnerable, roll it over to Jesus. That child that wants to go his own way, that seemingly has forgotten everything you tried to teach him, roll him to Jesus. That marriage that's on the verge of breaking up, maybe time to roll it over. That teacher, that professor that seems determined to fail you, roll her. That parent that lives one way at church, but is another whole person behind closed doors. Roll him over to Jesus. Let him handle it. Let him have it. He knows what to do with it. It's time to roll some things onto Jesus. The Bible says, commit your way to the Lord and trust him check this out and I'm done and he will bring it to pass submit your way to the Lord commit your journey to the Lord submit your course of life to the Lord and the Bible says he will bring it to pass he will bring what to pass whatever you commit to him you can trust him to do the work I know I'm in the word because the original text uh, in the original text that word bring it to pass it just means to do commit your way to the Lord and he will do it 
It means to accomplish. He will make it happen. He will produce. He will act. In other words, if you commit it to the Lord, whatever needs to be done, he'll do it. If it's saving your soul, he'll do it. If it's healing for your body, he'll do it. If it's deliverance for your children, he'll do it. If it's provision to make ends meet when you can't even find the ends, he'll do it. If it's victory over the enemy, he'll do it. If it's peace in your mind, he'll do it. If it's joy in your soul, he'll do it. If it's resources to stay in school, he'll do it. If it's healing from the hurts of your past, he'll do it. Whatever it is, he will bring it to pass. Is there anybody in here who can testify he can do it? He can move mountains. He can calm your storm. He can speak to your situation. He can make the enemy leave you alone. He's got the power to do whatever it is. How do you know he's got the power? I'm so glad you asked me. Let me tell you and then I'll get out of your way. On a hill called Calvary. He was hung up for my hang-ups. On a hill called Calvary, he was crucified, nailed to the cross. He took the wounds for my transgressions, took the bruises for my iniquities, took the stripes for my healing, took the punishment for my peace. He died in my place because only his blood could pay the price for my soul. Only his blood could wash me white as snow. He was crucified, he died, and he was buried in a borrowed tomb. But early on Sunday morning, he got up from the grave and declared, I've got all power. And he'll bring it to pass. Trust in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Commit your way unto the Lord. I got one minute left on my preach clock. Uh, let me. It's the last one. Rest in the Lord. You want to be content? You got to learn how to rest in the Lord. Now, now listen, listen to me, listen to me. That word rest in the original text does not mean sleep. It doesn't mean sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I tell you what that means? And I'll let you go, I promise. It means be silent. I know you have a mask on, but would you turn to somebody, anybody, whether they're close to you or all the way across the sanctuary, turn to them and say to them, you might be talking too much. You want to be content. Sometimes you have to learn how to keep your mouth closed. Rest in the Lord. I'm really trying not to go there, but I do feel it. I got to tell you, way down on the inside, there is, uh, listen, there is a time and a place to just keep your mouth shut and wait on God.
sometimes it doesn't need to be said sometimes you just no I'm, sometimes you just need to keep your mouth closed and the idea is that you wait on God like a pregnant woman waits on the delivery table you wait on God knowing that something is about to be birthed out of you you really don't have much to say be quiet I'm not I'm not be quiet you've been talking since you got in the situation be quiet since you realized what was going on you've been talking you've been doing all the talking I, did you pray about it yes I prayed about it well prayer is a two way conversation and it doesn't just mean I'm doing all the talking sometimes you gotta be quiet and see if he wants to say something just tell me how to have contentment Give me F, would you? Let me close like this. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you you're the heart of my contentment you're the hope for all I do oh Jesus you're the center of my my joy When I've lost my direction You're the compass for my way You're the fire and light When nights are long and cold In sadness You are the laughter That shatters all my fears when I'm all alone Your hand is there to hold Come on, pew choir, sing with me Jesus, Jesus You're the center of my joy All that's good and perfect Comes from you you're the heart of my contentment, of my contentment, hope for all I do. You're the center of my, my joy. You are why I find pleasure. In the simple things in life You're the music 
in the meadows and the streams Oh, the voices of the children My family and my home You're the source and the finish of my highest dreams Oh, Jesus You're the center of my joy Would you lift your hands and sing to him All that's good and perfect comes from you You're the heart of my contentment, hope for all I do. Oh, Jesus, you are the center of my joy. Oh, Jesus, you are the center of my joy oh jesus you are you are the center of my joy you're my everything my everything you are my everything my everything you are my joy in my sorrow you're my hope for tomorrow when I'm lonely and I'm feeling sad you are the lifter you're the lifter of my head you're my music you're my song you are my joy all day long oh Jesus you are the center my joy
Hallelujah. Trust Him. Submit to Him. And make Him the center of your joy. The center of your joy. Hallelujah. At this time, those that do not know Jesus as your Lord, if Jesus does not sit on the throne of your heart, right now, this is the time for you to say, yes, Lord, and commit yourself to him. Commit yourself to God. For at this very moment, you will know if you say yes to God, where you will be for eternity. Will you lay your soul in hell? Or will you be heaven bound? I mean, you will spend eternity in heaven with Jesus and all the saints. This is your moment. This is your time. You're not looking at this worship service by happenstance. Today, God is calling you, and he's calling you by your name. Today is your day. Would you say yes? Yes to the Lord. Yes to his will. Right now, his desire is that you will come and trust him. If you, if anyone in the sanctuary would like to join Mount Calvary, you could just lift your hand and someone will come to you. If you're out there in our viewing area, you can always um, post it, put it in there, um, write it in there, say you would like to be a member of Mount Calvary. Here we teach the word of God we learn of him and you will know without a shadow of a doubt where you're going to spend eternity at and live a holy life our second um, question if you already a member or part of the body of Christ and you hear the Holy Ghost tugging on your heart that um, he wants you to come here and be a part of Mount Calvary just let the Holy Ghost have his way and walk on down I mean throw your hand up let us know we would love to have you we are not everything that we need to be without you and we need you as you need us All right. And just always remember, 
you can accept Christ. You can accept Christ today. You go home and, and you're thinking about it or you're online, you're thinking about it. Please contact us. Please contact us. Souls are extinct here. Souls. All right. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. One thing I just want to make you aware of, uh, and then Miss Stephanie can have it back. Just a moment. Where's the text? All right. Uh, Miss Diggs, wave your hand. This Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. on Channel 16, is that right? There is a documentary on uh, redlining. There's a documentary on redlining, and um, two of our stellar realtors, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fred and Cora Diggs, they are, uh, they are in that documentary. They are featured in that documentary this Thursday night at 9 o'clock on Channel 16. Make sure you tune in, all right? God bless you. This is the exciting part. Everybody in here, everybody out there, get to participate. Now, if you have some pockets, even if you don't have no pocket, put your hand in your pocket. Put your, put your hand in the pocket. Yeah. Wherever you put your money at. That's where I'm going. I'm doing, yeah, let me turn back around. We're going to get in trouble this one. I was trying not to. But it's offering time. And that's something old we used to say because we didn't got so um, in technology that we have now what's called Givenify. We have Cash App. And we have Text to Give. These are three ways that you can give sitting at home. We have ties. If you, we have ties. We have benevolence. We have where you can just give. So right now, think about where you want to give to. We want to do ties first of all. That's the ten percent in which God have. Um, we are to give God back because He have trusted us with so much, even in the pandemic. So much. Who could tell me you have not been blessed in the pandemic? God has done something for you. He didn't open doors. He didn't made ways. Things you haven't even thought of. He, it, he did it. He gave us, so many of us, the desires of our heart. Okay, so if you want to um, do Givelify, hope they put it back up in there. I saw it, but I let it go. That's Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. You tap give and you're done very easy I love it you have cash app which is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C okay and text to give 937 543 5169 
if you're in your in the house and you would like to um, put it in the en envelope, uh, we have our deacons back there as you're exiting. They'll be holding a basket, and I think about an hour after service that they will be out there with their glove hands to receive to receive um, your envelopes. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you for the, yeah. <laughs> All right, I have my grandbaby back there giving me signs. Okay, because we're going to stand for the benediction, if y'all don't mind. God is great. God is good. He has already paved the way. He has given, as we sit here, he has answered, he has answered requests, prayers. All righty. And I do want to mention just before I do the benediction, um, in case everybody start moving around, we would like for you to um, um, sit back down and allow the ushers to um, escort you out or have you to come out. Okay, we want to abide by the CDC guidelines, and we do believe it is working, and we just want you to be obedient. Head not? Okay, amen. All right, Jude 1. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Everyone say amen. All right, go ahead and um, sit back down. Let us move, um, move out according, according to the, um, the ushers. Have a blessed week. Remember this sermon. He wants to give you the desires of your heart, but commit unto him. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.